what's up, man? <laughs> Back with another episode of The Rap Nerds. Uh, presented by the Music Support Group. It's your boy, Kurt. Uh, Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. Leroy Green III, out here in L.A. What's good, man? How's it going? What's up, man? 40 Ounce Guru. <laughs> Straight out of ATL. The COVID Homa. capital of the world, baby. The COVID capital The voter of the restriction country. capital of the world, baby. You know, you know how we do. You know, everybody get a vaccine, but everybody can't get a vaccine. You know how we do it out here. Everybody you know? get a vaccine, but everybody don't get a vote. That's how it is. Everybody, That's how they rock it. Damn sure everybody get a vote. If there's one thing, if there's one thing Kemp gonna do, he gonna make sure you don't vote. <laughs> but he gonna make sure you go back to work. So get your vaccine hey, so you can go you back, to work, though, back to work. But no, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot vote. Oh, man. So how's it been going, man? But I, right, man. It's, uh, it's, you know, this is, this is the first time in a minute we've recorded on a Friday. So I got my, I got my little glass of, glass of, uh, you know, a Friday drink. <laughs> got my Friday drink going. I'm relaxed. Uh, do you, do you, I can't, cool. your, the little thing's blocking. Could you hold it up a, a little bit more? Oh, my um, man. I'm sorry. A little, little, little Friday drink. Okay, okay. Little little, drink. I don't want to show the brand. I'm being sponsored. No free pub, I'm sorry. No free publicity, you know? <laughs> you know? It's, it's, it's a bourbon. It's a nice little bourbon. That's cool, man. That's cool. Nice little bourbon. Drink a nice little water. Just kind of keep me nice and steady over here. I got you. But we were supposed to have a guest you guys we were my man Arshan was supposed to hop on but he kind of let us know last minute emergency um unfortunate series of events unfortunate very unfortunate uh hopefully he's able to join us yeah but um in the meantime we're just gonna kind of kick it i don't know this is gonna kind of flow uh, <laughs> we <laughs> to be fair, we did have like so we we you know we we are continuing on our conversation from from uh, our last episode with Martavius. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we appreciate him coming on last time. We talked about his project, Concrete Bloom. Um, and so we wanted to continue this conversation on the music in the internet age, and we were going to talk about it from the perspective of how growing up in this age of internet music, how it influenced. Um, Arshan yeah. and his collective, the crew, um, which we've talked about on our last episode—not last episode, but what was it last year? Our Kobe Bean Bryant episode. Yeah, it was, it was around uh, this time, yeah. right? Well, a little yep. bit before, uh, yeah, in February when that, right so after uh, Kobe passed. We were gonna, we were gonna talk about that, but in essence of our guest, I'm able to make it. <laughs> um, we're just gonna kind of talk about other things and <laughs> it may cross over <laughs> into the internet <laughs> but <laughs> this is what happens when your episode kind of gets derailed 10 minutes before it's yeah so. scheduling conflicts it is what it is though so we're just gonna ride hopefully they're all right with us though um but yeah what have what, what you've been doing man what's been going on over there in atlanta what's been going on in the world of you know I feel like right now it's kind of like two two Americas. Like it's there's California, and then there's like the East Coast, and there's just like everybody <laughs> on the East Coast is like nothing is going nothing is going wrong over there, but everything is going wrong. Like the everything's going wrong. <laughs> everything's going wrong. I don't let nobody lie. Everything's going wrong. It's it's um no. So I, I I've been trying to I've been doing a good job at at at, at maintaining my sanity. Um, largely because of music, mm. um, and podcasts like yeah. this lovely one. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, yep, yep, all that yep, good yep. stuff. YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, like I just been you know listening to a lot of music to try to keep me sane, man. Um, uh, the chat has been dropping a lot of 
cool stuff that I've been diving into. But you know what? I will say today it was rainy, so I woke up in kind of like a grungy mode. Mm. So I was listening to like some Alice in Chains this morning. I was listening to some Nirvana, some Pearl Jam. Yeah, it was it was weird, man. It's it, I know this is rap marriage, but you know we 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 do kind of dive into other. You you I I, I consider myself a rock fan. Um but you i think out of out of everybody out the group i think you like really dive into that that genre that's that's your that's my, i feel like that's yeah. like your like outside of rap that's kind of like your like side baby too. yeah like that's like yeah the middle I, I child would say, or I whatever would, like <laughs> i would say it's uh it's it goes rap um rap jazz and then rock and it's like mm. 1a 1b 1c like okay. uh, and specifically like i I really rock with uh with like nineties rock, uh like grunge rock. Mm. Um I like some eternal rock too. Mm. I could dig indie too. Mm. Obviously like Tame Impala that's my that's my shit. Yeah. But, so would yeah, would you consider I, I, would you consider Tame Impala rock? My wife asked me that this morning. Yeah, they're definitely a form of indie rock. But but I think what they do is like they, they're like kind of like the psychedelic rock. Okay. Which is that's like a whole genre within itself. I had to learn that. The more I found out about Tame Impala, the more I dove into that. It's like okay. a whole genre within itself that goes back into like the seventies and the sixties. Like some like some of the Beatles work kind of falls in, under that as well. Mm. So it's it's interesting. Um they it's like in specifically like Australia, they have like this whole Aussie progressive rock scene too. Interesting. That kind of blend like Tame Impala gets some of their influences you would, from that. You too. would so the past week and a half so my my in my parent my in-laws uh amber's parents um bought me a vinyl record player um <clears throat> so i had been having it set up i had opened it up so that i wanted to buy a table for it first so i can have it set up you know and everything make it look good uh so i finally got it set up and i went to the record store and the first record store i went to it had like mostly rock albums <clears throat> and like okay. I, I feel like I'm I'm pretty well versed in rock, but like not that well versed in rock. I think you would have loved this. And then this this the one I went to this morning, um it was like completely rock. It had like a few rap sections, which was pretty cool. Um what I'll say is like I'm relative to our music support group, I'm I I, I you know I Oh, so you're like a you're like a rock. fake rock fan? No, well, I'm not. Like, how, I wouldn't I'll, even say a fake rock fan. I would say that I'm still a I'm still a like I'm learning more. Like, okay, I'm, okay. There's a lot that I haven't explored yet. That okay. I just it, haven't gone into yet. Okay, it's just a lot. I would say I'm a more like I've gotten into rock over the last four or five years more, mm -hmm. more so, and okay. I've been diving into it more. And so there's a lot I'm learning versus me listening to rap for mm. my entire life. You know, so I have a lot more depth. And rap and rock, but I would like at some point for me to get to that same level of depth and rock too. We'll see. I enjoy it. I think Lil Wayne got me into rock music, which is weird. <laughs> the whole rock star I'm such a, like yeah, like I, I am just being honest. Like Lil Jay, Wayne, no like, that. like Lil Wayne got me into like legit like rock music. Uh, like when he went through that. Uh, what was that album he dropped? Um, I don't know, people hate it. I it wasn't good. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't good. Like, hated it. Like, it was really good. He had a few good songs on there, honestly. Like, hold on. You know, it's funny. Fun. People don't really enjoy when rap artists try to go the rock route. Like, people didn't like Wizard when Cuddy did that. And I like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Wizard. But um, but then again, like, I that was like, I, you know, my infant stages of, like, I I listened to rock before. Like, Rebirth. there were some albums that I rocked with, but it was more so like, like, 
pop rock or kind of like like garage band rock like yeah. playing white tea like not nothing hard anything like that you know yeah um yeah Lil Wayne's rock album was Rebirth uh Prom yeah. King Prom Queen was dope on that um yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie to you dog Lil Wayne if, if he could just you know what I wish you know what's that um uh the internal what's that movie with um what's his name Jim Carrey internal spotless mind whatever where he's able to like erase a memory uh uh-huh. Like I want that. Just erase that part of Wayne's Wow. Career. I want no part of it. Wow. I wish I, I wish I didn't know it existed. Wow. Wow. That was when like I think that was kinda like nah that no, never. Lollipop was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Lollipop was cool. I remember just, I remember like, I remember like searching the internet and putting probably like all kind of viruses on my mom's computer. Like, just searching searching for Lil Wayne songs. Like, legit. (laughs) We would, you would search for like, like just anything Lil Wayne. Like, even if it was like a a, a one minute and 30 second excerpt of his verse from a song. Like, (laughs) that's all you want. You had to hear the next, the uh, next punchline. There was a, there's a, uh, there's like this little Instagram clip, uh, TikTok clip video, or whatever, about this guy, you know, um, singing the Lil Wayne verse from uh, the Marion song. I can feel yeah. your heart, Icebox, whatever it's called, right? Yeah. But you know the Lil Wayne verse that on the remix, like, so I saw this shorty the other day that I saw a number, yeah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like. You used to people used to cut that verse song off soon as <laughs> Wayne's verse ended, dude. Like you Bro. didn't even hear a Mario song. You didn't even know a Mario's part or whatever. Remember the DJ Cali, like when he was like doing those huge compilations? Uh-huh. Are we taking over? <laughs> I I I can't tell you a single honestly, honestly, Wayne. I just, Wayne. I just got the Wayne verse. Honestly, yeah, Wayne. Yeah, I, I was about to say that. Like on his mixtapes, he would go back over those songs, and like I remember those verses more so than his like the commercial, the actual commercial songs with Khaled. Yeah, but I think that that's you know it's it's funny that like we we're gonna talk about the internet era and, and us growing up in the age and like what the LimeWire error did was. um like because Lil Wayne verses were such in high demand and, and you know held in such reverence, is that in boot like we boosted his profile by going to the internet and only finding his verses. Like yeah. this was a common thing. Like we didn't know each other. Like I didn't know you, but this was a common cultural point that we can both speak to. Yeah, which speaks to how many people were actually doing it at this time period. Yeah, and it wasn't possible before, and it's really not even possible now. Like you really can't find. Like you can get an excerpt of an artist's verse, but like it wasn't like then where you were just all right. I'm only searching Lil Wayne verse, and these were the clips you were finding because of the madhouse that was the line wire. I also space. think that kind of speaks to because that was like the early, I want to say the early beginning stages of the internet. But that I was kind of like on the on the on the boom of the internet, right? You had like social media networks and everything as well. Like everybody yeah. was downloading and uploading stuff, right? Everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think things weren't as enforced as strictly as they are now. Well, yeah, because right? it was still new to the music industry. Like that, yeah. like they just gotten over Napster, and then LimeWire came in. They're like, oh, okay, what the hell do we do with this? Yeah, and then and then it was like <laughs> LimeWire. Then it was like FrostShare, Care Bear. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of other ones. And but then we found out about torrents, <laughs> and then we started doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think I think the end of that era 
came down when uh I think DJ was it DJ Drama got arrested. Yeah. Um, DJ tapes, Drama yep. got arrested for selling the mixtapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the end of that era. I think that's when the music industry really put like a stamp down on it, and you saw this kind of twist to what you see now. Well, see, there was, but here's what we often forget though: it was a, a part in between where it still shifted to the point where we still weren't buying music, right? So mm-hmm. it, it it shifted to the blog era. It's like now yeah, you had and, blog sites, and, and which was which was interesting as a, like a consumer because mm-hmm. you had like SoundCloud. Uh, it, was, I, it wasn't even SoundCloud yet, though. It I, was more so like like websites and like yeah, you know, I remember that like piff that, that piff and stuff like that. Like, and and a lot of these times, like if you weren't like downloading the music to your actual like computer or hard drive, like you had to go on the site or whatever yeah. and listen to the music. You know what yeah. I'm saying on the site, which was you know yeah. in the era of the iPod <laughs> and all this stuff, and when music was just starting to get converted to phones and everything, that wasn't like yeah. I said. If you didn't have that music already uploaded to your computer, it was kind of yeah, it wasn't good. It was hard. It was hard to listen to music hard. or your favorite hard, music at then, the time. We started because a lot of your favorite music out, at the right. time were mixtapes. They weren't albums, at least for me. And I think I think that's what it was because because like it shifted to that. It became a it became a a, a, a moment of all right. Well, if you're not going to allow us to get this music, like you've already we've already got accustomed to getting this music that you're selling for free. Mm-hmm. We're not buying this shit. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> fuck it. We'll just go to the internet and. Get the the artist the music directly from the artist, that mm-hmm. which is on which is sad in in a sense because like we'll we'll pay for our favorite movie, right? Like we'll we'll go to the movie theater. Will we'll we? Pay... I was downloading ah, movie, just like I was downloading. Right, right, right. Yeah, you ain't right. <laughs> Bro, I remember when what was that joint called Paranormal Activity? Uh-huh. I had that joint in 4K in my dorm room watching <laughs> it a week before it was in theaters, bro. <laughs> I was a pirate. Of- you're right. You're right. I knew people that had like the websites and everything. They they had the bro, legit websites. That hey, bro, this I'll movie ain't even out yet. This ain't come out two weeks from now. Current, I used to scour the web where I was. I was. I was so. I was scouring it. I actually got to a point where twice on campus, like the whoever monitored the website on uh, campus, mm-hmm. they they blocked they blocked my Wi-Fi access <laughs> twice because they caught me. I was downloading. <laughs> Dr. Dre's uh, The Chronic as a win. They caught hey. me copywriting on that one. Hey. And then they caught me. But I forget what the other one was for. But it was too. Like, I, I, I knew what I was going too far. Because I knew I was like, you know what? I probably shouldn't download this Dr. Dre album. But you know what? I'm going to do it. They haven't oh caught me yet. Hey. Next, you know, I get an email. Can you come down to this office on this day? You no longer have Wi Fi access. On campus. Hey, hey, man! I'm about to tell the story. <laughs> I'm about to tell the story, man. And oh my god, I'm not gonna say this man's name, but he was my roommate at one at one point during my college, my collegiate state career. Oh my god! But yeah, to to that point, how your administration kicked you off the internet. Um, <laughs> we were saying off. <laughs> For downloading, for downloading illegal stuff, right? Um, <laughs> no. So we were staying off campus. And this is back when, like, internet companies... Oh, my God, I'm crying. This is back when internet <laughs> companies used to, like, throttle up your bills if you went over your, uh... If you went over uh, your, like, your, your usage, your, right? Your, 
Yeah. Um, so we were like college students. We had no damn money like that. Like, <laughs> so dude, I remember like specifically it was the bill, the internet bill was in my name. So I remember specifically finding like, like a, 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 a package deal or whatever. And man, I bill jacked up. I bill started skyrocketing dog for like two months, three months. <laughs> and eventually I was like, bro, what the hell? This is the, this is the first time I got like, like adult life experience though. I was like, bro, what the hell? So I started reading the bill, bro. Somebody that was staying with us was downloading like porn movies. <laughs> Duh. Like I'm talking like tens, like ten, twenty, thirty, like porn movies, dog. So you telling me porn you found movies, a way. dog? You telling me skyrocketing that damn bill, bro? He found a way on the make, damn torrent, man. To make free, to make free porn, man, dog. Dog. That internet age made a collection, like an entire (laughs) generation full of piraters. We pirated everything. Once we found out that we we should all be in jail, bro. Federal (laughs) prison right now. (laughs) We we are so desensitized to those FBI warnings that used to be at the beginning of movies. Don't even show them anymore. Bro, bro. They used to show them on bootleg movies that you would get from like (laughs) outside of Church's Chicken or whatever, man. They on the movies that I was illegally downloading. I'm like, I ain't worried about this. (laughs) Worry about this shit. Bro, let me tell you, it was, it was so bad. I would download entire discographies, bro. I was like, you know what? Who do I want to listen to? I, I, want, I want all of Sade's discography. Let me get all I of her discography right now. <laughs> bro, I had 135 gigabytes bro, of music so on my much, laptop, bro. There's so much, like, unlistened music that I have on my, like, <laughs> computer because it's like, I used to just download. You used to be bored in my but, dorm room, just like. Just because I could. Hmm. I got it because I Who could. I was, uh, <laughs> Bobby Caldwell. Okay. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> I had I had all of Devin the dude. I had his entire photography because that was like the first thing. My freshman year of college is like when I started to yeah. dive into some of the activities that he was doing. And so <laughs> I downloaded all of his, his discography. I just would just download the discographies because like, why not? I wasn't paying for it. I don't know. If I, you... like, I couldn't avoid it. I don't know if you guys did this in your dorm. Um, you went to a PWI. Did you went to? Yeah, I, I, my freshman year, like I say, I I was on the honor floor and I was like the only black person on yeah. the seventh floor. So and, and, and all my roommates were white and the, yeah, we did and, weird shit like make alcohol. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made all wine, bro. I actually um, got in trouble for it too. At, at Morehouse, <laughs> um, our freshman year on our on our first floor of our dorm. We did the Apple sharing, like home sharing or whatever. So uh, you can see like everybody's that. like music library or whatever. Some stuff yeah. you didn't want to see, but you know, like that's kind of how it, I got onto certain it'd be artists. Weird when you when you see like the porn that other people are looking at. Yeah, that was like, really weird. On, dog. Like, come <laughs> that up, bro. She's a wild. What's your problem, man? I hope when we kiss we make you sick to your stomach.
Something like my daddy and your mama eat rubbers. I bet that I can do the mouth to mouth with your one. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, those are, that's how I got into like artists like Kendrick Lamar and like Big Crit or whatever. Um, you know, those guys who started kind of those that early 2000s, early 2009 era or whatever. Um, where the internet really started to take off like social media and everything. Um, and I think that's kind of how why we're so tied to those artists as well. Yeah. <clears throat> right? Because we discovered them when they were like, like when we were, A, we were in college and they were on these websites that, yeah. you know, you didn't have to pay for it to get to, but they weren't mainstream. Yeah. So I will say, actually, I learned a lot of my music via Morehouse as well. Some of my best friends, shout out to Ryan Hobbs. Mm. He, um, grad, I think he was like a class before you, but like I'd go hang out with him whenever I come home. And like he would be putting me on a lot of these artists. He put me on like Don Kennedy, you know, Kendrick Lamar, mm. um, uh, Big Crit. Like he put me on all these artists. And and I think it was a product of Morehouse being that melting pot. Yeah, of black people from, from everywhere, from across man. The country. People from everywhere. And so you have everyone bringing yep. their respective taste of music all in this one spot. Yep, yep. And so that's, and that trickled over to me, fortunately. And yep. I was able to get exposed <laughs> to a lot of music I yeah. otherwise wouldn't have got exposed to. Tyler, the creator, when he was like, yeah. when he was Our like future. just starting off Our Future and everything, like I learned that mm-hmm. from like people from SoCal. Um, they mm-hmm. can't, you know, they were, they were bumping Our Future heavy and it was kind of like, a, yeah. man, what is that? Really, you know, <laughs> but you know, as it, as it started to grow, you listen to the music and they put you on music or whatever. It's like, okay, it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. bumped, you know, like Yonkers or whatever, right? Like, I remember the first yeah. time I heard Yonkers, I was like, the content or the lyrics was just like, oh my god, this is this is yeah, vulgar. This is, oh my god, yeah, like, <laughs> but this the is, beat just is, you know what I'm saying, but the beat just kind of like it day, grabs it you, and like, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, what is that? Like, this yeah. that's different, yeah. right? Or whatever, and then his yeah. voice, you know, comes on the voice on the beat and it's like. Okay, this is different. This, you know, this, this guy's different. Yeah. This guy has something or whatever. What? Oh, go ahead. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. You know um, yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know if that happens. I don't know. Do you think that happens in like? I guess uh, I guess in any era, uh, you know, I, I don't think in any other music. era. Like I think every era had their own respective like driving influences mm-hmm. behind it. Um, and like I don't think that the artists that we have today mm. um like the j coles mm. you know the kendrick's like the ones that have been in it for a minute like but and he, that and ended up birthing all these other artists like so, they don't happen without that error uh, yeah and i i think it's more so i think it's more so a testament to like, like social media too yeah right um like a lot of times like j cole would do those pop-up concerts right like he'll tweet like hey i'm, I'm, I'm in this city blah blah concert at you know but you know what though right i think this is also like one of the last eras where word of mouth really mattered because as we just spoke about like we were getting our introduction to these artists in either directly or indirectly via word of mouth like Mm. you were getting because you were in the same space with these people accessing being apple share i was getting it through my friend that i was Mm. connecting with so it wasn't more so you don't think it was more so So social media so granted it was the internet so we have to look at the internet and social media as two different things in respect to this era right like social media still wasn't the conglomerate that you know the massive beast that it is now now i don't have to talk to anybody and i can find an artist at that time, like you really had to know where to look. That's true, right? You had That's to know true. where to go. That's true. And so you had it, to be influenced. Otherwise, you had to be kind of influenced by something, someone, or you know, it yep, wasn't. It was one of two things. It was yeah. either like someone, like the artist you knew, or someone told you to look at, or an artist would like upload a mixtape and it would have a really dope um, cover art. 
And so you, oh, I want to give it a shot. Yeah. And that's like that's how I found out, uh, like Wiz Khalifa, like burning, burn after rolling. Like mm. I saw his cover art for that album, and it was similar to the Burn After Reading, um, movie mm, cover, but it yeah. was just his own twist on it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me download this. And the first track is Burn After Rolling, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, this is, I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, it's, yeah. I I don't know how I I picked albums back then. I think it was more so just. Well, obviously, that Piff, that Piff had like their like mixtape, you know, hottest yeah. mixtape of the week or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I was just like just trying to get into any and everything. Yeah. When I was in high you're school, just curious, like you're just in that in that curious space as a college student. You yeah. Know, whether like not even in college, like, but just high school, high school as well. Yeah, like, that too. Um, and it really carried over into college and built into. into I would say in high school it was more so like. So high school was still like LimeWire, like still high school was still, all right, like LimeWire, burning CDs, like getting CDs on the people. Like it was still mm. very much like I, I wasn't really downloading as much from blog. I didn't really get into like the blog until college. That's when I really discovered him. I mean, high school, it was just more so word of mouth. All right. And then knowing what to look for specifically on like LimeWire. That's interesting that you said that you think we, we were in the last era of the like kind of the word of mouth. There. I, I, like I, I, I really, I really like people this. That's still a thing, but now it's really all social media. Like now, you see chatter around certain artists. You see, okay, oh, everyone's talking. Yeah, there's about online conversations around it, but not yeah, before. Yeah. It was like on the grassroots. Like you had to, like you know, who you, like, who's talking about this? Oh, I I listen. I, I rock with you. I listen. You have a good taste. Me have similar taste. Let me check out this mm-hmm. artist you're talking about. And do you think and that's, so that's why, how? Like, do you think that's why artists were pulling up the schools? Like especially HBCUs. Like I remember yeah, while absolutely. they while they stayed on our campus, right? Yeah, like, but why they, not? It, it basically listen to what, like how we just talked about how we were introducing music mm-hmm. on the, via the AUC campus. Yeah. So as an artist, you're if you, you'd be um, you wouldn't be a good artist or your team wouldn't be a good team if you didn't recognize where that that chatter was. Yeah. And so yes, they would just pull up the campus because why not? Why would I not do a campus show? Yeah. Because these people at some point they're going to be the influencers in this industry or in some way or capacity shaping the you know my my collection of fans like they're that's going true. to be driving that that's so true. why would i not try to connect with them and that's, that's why true. we have these established connections like people talk all they want about wale you know obviously not always fair but he has a long steady history of fans he does, he um, does. it's not another it, going back Gibbs, going back not, for at least till uh, since when did he dropped Nike boots, I I got introduced I to like Wale. I got introduced to Wale by by via Lil Wayne uh, on Nike boots, right? The Nike boots remix. Um, so he's yeah, been he's like been in the game, like you said, he's been in the game for you know twelve. Bro, what's that? Twelve years. You have now. those. You have Freddie Gibbs. Like Freddie Gibbs is a product of the blog era. Yeah, like Nipsey Hussle, product of the blog. And these it, these artists build up and build up and they have these loyal fans and that eventually will become consumers yeah. in some way shape or capacity who would you they who, will eventually be going to the <clears throat> excuse me uh I, I think it's interesting because it, 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 it you know we always kind of talk about like the nba game whatever right comparing rappers to nba players um like the freddie gibbs of the world like the nipsey hustles uh like who kind of had like i want to say a late bloom because their mm-hmm. music is still good right like they're still good players uh, you Zach know, good, you know, but it would, like I, I think they're like a Mike Conley, like they're just now getting their, you know, their flowers. In I, a way. I, was, I was saying Zach, Zach Randolph, like they, they went through they, they spats, they had the issues, but they and they bounced, but they eventually got. Was to Zebo ever? Was beloved. did Zebo ever make an All Star game? Though, I think, I think getting nominated is did. their All Star is making it to the All Star team. 
I thought he did. Let's see. Uh, I don't think Zebo like ever made a. He may have. I may be underestimating. Zebo was a dog. He all star in Memphis. As far as <laughs> yeah, Zebo is a dog. Gonna retire his, his jersey if they haven't already. But I, I'm thinking more of Mike Conley. I don't know why, but like, especially because like you know Nip got that honor late in his late in his you know his life. Like yeah. in his career, you know, like you said, Freddie's been in the game for like ten plus years now. That's and finally got his, his you know Oscar now. Not Oscar, Grammy. Sorry, Grammy. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> two time, Excuse yeah, me. two time NBA All Star. You all right? Yeah. See, like he, like that's. But know, when did he get he his? Was, he was on the Jailblazers. <laughs> he was. He was on. He was on the Jailblazers, bro. <laughs> that team was still cold, though. <laughs> That team was cold, cold and cold, old on, yeah, cold you're on right. the court and yeah, you're in right. Court. First year in Memphis, first year in Memphis after he had been in the league for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep, after he had been in the league for like eight, nine seasons. You're right. Good. That's a good comparison, Zebo, bro. I like my Zebo. Mike Conley comparison too. Mike I think Conley. Mike Mike's a strong one. Yeah. Mike's a strong because I think Mike has like steadily been. He's always had the like. He's always he's always he been there. He he's always been, been there. Yeah, All Star yep. team. Yep. Like if it was an ECB, he'd he'd have like as many all stars as Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Yep. Like if Kyle Lowry was in the West, he'd be Matt Conley. Yeah. Um Yeah. I had something I wanted to ask you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm waiting. We got time. <laughs> Not that much time, but I mean, ask away. Um who do you think like I think we, we we've talked about this before, I believe, but like who do you think you you one, who are you the most proud of? Uh, that doesn't have to be like in terms of like level of success. Uh, who are you the most disappointed disappointed in, and who is like just blowing you away, like you never would have guessed? J Cole most proud of because I like I remember listening to um, Dollar in a Dream, not Dollar Dream, but um uh, uh the warm up. No, mm-hmm. sorry, the come up. Like mm-hmm. that was my shit, and. Just seeing him go from that to literally a rap, rap superstar, selling a Madison Square Garden, has been pretty dope to see. Um, most disappointed or most surprised first? Which one? Doesn't matter. Most surprised, Freddie Gibbs. But mm-hmm. I did not like. I even until the last year where he went on this terror, like I just I didn't see. Like I knew he was always good, right? I just never saw people. I I just didn't think people would receive him as broadly as they do now, okay. which I also now that I'm thinking out loud, I think is also a product of us being the generation of the blog era mm-hmm. and then us becoming the, the con- major the consumers, consumers that we are okay. now. Because because like he's a, he's still his music is still very much underground music. Yeah, right. Like in the and like his sound, like he doesn't. I don't think I've ever even heard him. Yeah, on the it's radio. not a commercial. It's not a commercial you know? sound. Yeah, I agree with at that. all. But he, but he's he's you know he's getting he's getting the commercial features. Yeah, he's getting the commercial love via the you know the the award, award shows. Like yeah. he's so. Um, and the only thing that happens without without the, the blog era. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I think um more surprise was him. Um, Nipsey too. I, I I was surprised by him. You were very like, surprised by Nip, bro. Like I, I was. Can we I talk was. about this? Like I, I, we I, talk about it. Like we talk about this in the chat a lot. But like, yeah, I, I want to know what like out of all the albums that came out that year. What was this? Two twenty nine. This was twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen um, was Victory Lap, I believe. Um, he died in twenty. 
no, 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 no. He, he died did. in nineteen. He died in nineteen. He, he came, so it came out eighteen. Mm-mm-mm. Like all the albums that came out that year, right? Mm-hmm. And I can listen. I'm about to pull them up right now. As soon as I figure out what twenty nine, it did came out in twenty nineteen. Uh, you you like were honestly shocked. Like you always say that. Like I'm <laughs> like, I I was. I was shocked. Um, so I'll say this: I was shocked that he made that album when he made it. Mm. Like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that type of album to come. Slauson Boy and Two came out before. It did. Slauson Boy Two came out before, and they took it. They um, just and took then, it off Apple Music. Blue and then Apple Maple music. and see, that's what we we're talking about. That's that shit we were <laughs> talking about last episode. That's that shit <laughs> we were talking music. about. <laughs> um, mailbox money was before that. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a couple of tapes in between that time too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Crenshaw was before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I was shocked by the which clearly there was a huge investment in that project, right? Mm-hmm. Between the features, the production value, like it was, it was, it was a well, you know, really a perfect album. Like it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. Low, yeah, so it's flawless low. album. Um, so I think I was most surprised that he made the album because I didn't know that he was able to do that. Like, mm. I knew he had the talent. I didn't know it, but, but also that's... As a whole... Are I, you saying you didn't know he had the the talent to do that as a whole, like, as an album? I, I just... I didn't, or, I didn't know... I didn't know he had... I, I didn't... It was my ignorance in not knowing that he had those... Um, that level of love and, and, and connections with people that wanted to work with him. Mm. I didn't recognize that. And mm. that was just my ignorance. Mm. Like, I, I had been a fan of Crenshaw. I've been a fan of Mailbox Money. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy 2 even all the way back to Marathon, but I was, I was always more so a casual fan of Nipsey and had tracks that I loved, but wasn't like a diehard. And so I think my ignorance caused me to be surprised that he was able to put out that Victory Lap album. Mm. He has some heavy features like, this, is, this is amazing. Like, I gotta go see this. <clears throat> he has some heavy features on there too. Puff, I mean, Puffy, yeah, I mean, you, Kendrick, you got Puff Daddy, you know, CeeLo, Marshall but... Ambrosia. Yeah. He had the homies on there, Dom, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's just, I think, um, for me, who did I say most proud of most proud of, I think I'm gonna say big crit mm. crit crit has like, like mm. everybody is kind of like either it really excelled in what they're doing. Like, I, like I would say Kendrick or whatever, but you know, I, 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 I don't know. Like Kendrick just took off. Like, right. Like Kendrick I, just, I, I, at no point. Honestly, the first time I heard him, I I knew he was gonna be a star. I did. You know what? I, I did. I, I take that. No, I I, I didn't. I, I, I absolutely I, did. I knew from I, when I heard I heard the first the first album and like Michael Jordan, like the way how easily he was able to make Michael Jordan, which was like a parody of a, a rap hit song. Right? Mm-hmm. He was like he just did that shit so easily. I, oh, no, that was wasn't the first. Um, I don't think that was the first song I heard from Kendrick. I think the first song I heard from Kendrick was like uh, he was. Oh, it was. It was something off that Kendrick Lamar EP. Uh, but he was basically like, boo-boo, da 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 boo-boo, that, whatever. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah boo-boo. Yeah, yeah. It's- I heard that song, and I was like, okay, this this shit is weak. <laughs> Interesting. I, I, was was like, like, I was like, this shit yeah. is weak. I was like, homie's like, voice is weird. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm off this or whatever. Um yeah. But I came back and obviously, you know, I obviously fell in love with him. But I think yeah. um, most proud of it would be Crit. Crit has held it down over the years throughout his struggles with 
um, his record label. He's come out on the other, he came out on the other side of that and put out um, an amazing album, a classic in my opinion. Um, and he's continued to put out good music. Like he's, he's, he's stayed true to his sound too as well, right? Like he's, he's tweaked it here and there, but I think his sound is still the same sound, um, which is rare. Like I think a lot of people try to evolve with the times or whatever, but Chris kind of like just stuck to his foundation. Um, yeah. and just continue to put out solid music. So I think most proud of, I would say, uh, is crit. Um, most surprised. I'm gonna say Tyler. I'm gonna say Tyler, the yeah. creator. That's, that's, that, that's, that's a good one. All right. Cause I, I, me seeing him become what he is now. Classifying him. Yeah, First I of all, I don't even, I would coming like, I, he can like a rap. But he can rap, but yes, yeah. like yeah, he's not. I don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in that rap rapper category, right? Um, he's, just, he's just an artist. Yeah, he's just he, he's he's a he's a superstar artist. What do you do every day? Yeah, <laughs> I, I sing. Show, I sing. Fashion. I produce. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I rap. <clears throat> I play the keys. Whatever, like whatever you need me to do, I can do it. Um, do it well. Yeah, <laughs> do it better than most. Um. I'm really surprised at his career. Cause I, I mean, like, honestly, like you, if you look at like his, the beginning of his career, uh, his first few albums weren't that good. He'll tell you that itself. Like, yeah. Like he was fucking around. Yeah. He was just making music like just yeah. for the hell of it. Right. Like Goblin isn't that good. Um, it has, it has his points, but like, it's just, it's just like, it's, you know, it's funny. Once you, at the time, we didn't, like, know just how bad those were. We're like, oh, this is all right, based on what we know of his talent. But then when you see, like, Flower Boy and you hear, you know, how was the last one? Was it um, e- uh, Igor? Yeah, Igor. Um, well, like, you, you hear that? It's like, oh. You heard, I mean, you heard, like, the, you, you heard the, you heard the, you heard the kind of, like, the, the change in Cherry Bomb, right? Like, he flirted with, like, yeah. he flirted yeah. with that, you know, that old Tyler or whatever, kind of like that grunge rock. Yeah. You know, or whatever, which I, you know, which is interesting because tying this back, I'm going around, but <laughs> uh, rock with me real quick. Um, a lot of these rappers now go into that like grunge rock, like I'm sad rock phase, right? It's that, that emo shit, yes. Yeah, and it's, it's I mean, a, obviously, you can rap. trace that back to Tyler, and then you can trace that back to my original okay. point of Lil Wayne and Rebirth. Um, uh, I was gonna go Cuddy, but I right, we can go. I mean, Rebirth. yeah, I mean, get, I guess Wayne has been. Has I mean, own, you could say uh, Cuddy, but yeah. I honestly like Lil Wayne is the reason why these guys are like it's 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 okay to be like, hey, and, I'm and sad. Kanye, 808s and heartbreak. No, but my point is, Lil Wayne is the is the, one, is the guy to be like. It's okay to be like, I'm sad, I'm drugged out, and all this other stuff. Yeah, like you remember, that. like I feel like dying or whatever, yeah. right? Like that was yeah. the first song, like. I remember growing up hearing like, oh, this is, this is hot, but this is kind of crazy in the same yeah, it's instance. Like, it's one of those songs where you don't really grasp, like, if you're not, like, I didn't, like, if you hear it, it's like, damn, is he, does he really mean this? Is this, is he really, like, this is dark. These are a lot of drugs you're doing. Yeah, this is dark. Are. Like. This is dark. This is like, yeah. like I, I mean, we always talk about that future song. I'm, I'm hopping back into my thing. I'm sorry, y'all. 
uh, but we always talk about that. I always joke about that future song where he's like, um, where he says, I smoke a box of blunts for breakfast or whatever. Like, sir, stop lying. Sir, you did, sir, you know, that's like either you're lying or that's depression. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> sir, that is, that is, but like, to, that song was like the first song I ever heard. I feel like Dying by Wayne, where it was like, this is, ah, yeah. um, but this mm-hmm. is kind of hot, right? And yeah. I think, um, you know, Tyler was kind of that. He was a product of that in that early stages of, uh, you know, 0, 0, 09, 10, 11, 12, up until, you know, he dropped uh, Cherry Bomb in 2015. But he flirted with like what he's doing now or what he did in Igor and uh, Flower Boy. And he kind of like tried to mesh it with, you know, what he did with like Goblin or mm. what he did with Wolf or whatever, right? Like, kind of yeah. keep that grunge, or the, I mean, that rock phase or whatever, that, those loud, you know, drums and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I'm more, so I'm the most surprised by his evolution. Um, all right, let's finish with this. Mm-hmm. Most disappointed from the blog here. Ooh. That's hard. One. I, I can go first if you go want ahead. to. Go ahead. Um, this is gonna sound weird, but um, it's between and I will say I, let me preface this by saying this: um, their careers have been like objectively successful. Like they have been successful, they okay. have achieved right. what they wanted to okay. achieve. Well, this is this is just I feel like I know more so disappointed in what I wanted. I'm being it's like a selfish. selfish. Like, I don't okay. matter. I'm just one fan, but <clears throat> just not the sound that I expected to be hearing. Mm. Wiz for one mm. which i should have seen coming okay. i should have seen him going more pop and it's fine like it's i love that he's successful but yeah anyways Wiz, and then um rocky asap asap rocky yeah <laughs> they both been successful like they both have like, super successful you players. were fighting for his life you were fighting for testing though yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. I got to be honest. Because yeah. then I had to like really sit there and say, "All right, all right, dear, all right." How often are you actually bro, going you back were and fighting to testing? Hard for like, testing I was fighting now. hard, bro. I was like, "All right, how often are you really listening to testing?" And I realized I wanted to listen really to one song, maybe three, and I just I had to accept it. I was oh like, you my know god! What? The it funniest was... part was like I remember listening to. It. I remember the exact moment I, I was listening to it. We were having a conversation. I was in the gym. And I I kept having this. I was restarting it, restarting it. I was like, all right, maybe let me maybe stop texting and like get into that. <laughs> uh, and then I finally I got to the album, but I was like, nah, man, this ain't it. This ain't it. Not it. <laughs> not. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not. Man, uh. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I would say the most the the. All right, who was the biggest success from the blog era? Obviously Drake, Drake and Kendrick. I I throw Drake I in that like blog Drake, era. So so I was gonna say I Drake gonna say came through that blog era. Let's just I was gonna say the there. weekend. Mm. I mean, mm. I I don't see how we can't see this. Weekend. No, I mean no. Why so? no? Drake, eh, probably. Yeah, it's Drake. So, is Drake, would Drake be of the blog era? Though? Yes. Why wouldn't he? 
Drake came out the same time J. Yeah. Cole and those yeah, guys so came out. Gone. What are you talking yeah. about, man? Yeah, like that's yeah. You're Drake, right. You're Drake right. and right. Kendrick, man. You're right. You know, Drake is so is so huge that you forget what era he and and it's been just like at such a a, a height for such a sustained so far period gone. Of time you forget you forget what era he's in or he's even from. So far gone and 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 comeback season before that comeback season and then um you know here's how long Drake has been it. I remember the first time I saw Drake was a video on One Six and Park called Replacement Girl. I remember him that. I do remember songs. that. I remember that, that was song. the first time I, I that seen song. Drake. That was like 06. I think that That's was like... That's how long this man has been in this joint. Yep. I remember that song. I do remember and then, that song. And then the freestyle with, with Wayne mm-hmm. that everyone was like, yo, you see uh, dude, light-skinned dude from Degrassi that you know he can rap. Yeah. And oh, it was the same dude as Replacement Girl and then comeback season. Yep. And then... So I remember gone, listening and, to So Far yeah. Gone and I, I remember I think I was riding in the car with my friend, and me and him, you know, we were obviously Wayne heads at the time. Like, we grew up in, yeah. you know, South Louisiana, whatever, you know, hour from New Orleans. Um, but I remember listening to So Far Gone, I was like, this dude's going to be bigger than Wayne. Like, this Bro. Is- <laughs> Bro. And you know what's wild? At that moment, you say that, it's like, there's no way in hell. That's absurd. And he and told me, that's what he said to me. He legit said that to me. I remember him saying that to me. He was like, yeah. no way, bro. Like, at that time, because Wayne, I think Wayne had just dropped the car to three. He didn't even like, drop no ceilings yet. Oh, my yeah. God, bro. It was like, Wayne was the hottest thing out, man. And I was like, this dude, this dude's different. He do it. Uh, he do it all. Like, I don't think he sings the best, but, like, the ladies going to love it. What's, what's, I may not like from, it, uh, but the ladies what, love it. Like, what's that line from? Uh, no matter about me. I think I think that's all that matters. For real. <laughs> it's all that was that song. Never was the same. From time, uh, he was like that girl. He's in the car with a girl, and she was like, "You never, you never be as big as Ludacris." He was like, oh, "No, sorry, you'll never be as big as Trey Song." Like, yeah. is she wrong? <laughs> like, she, he's the biggest oh, even, artist. Even the um or the uh, is it the the Frank Ocean song, "Songs for Women." When she says she she never wants to sing the song, all she wants to bump is Drake in her car or whatever. Yep, <laughs> like, bro, it's it's and like and that came out during the blog. That song came out during the blog era yeah. too, man. Bro, he he <laughs> and this, the sustaining power, the bro. Evolution. Oh, he's been on top you know for the right. longest, you know bro. It's Drake, Drake hands Drake down. Drake it's Drake, hands down. I don't even know why you asked the question. And he just dropped like three songs and it took over the like, internet, bro. They're all hot. Okay, well, you're done for the year. You're on the resume. Meanwhile, Kendrick's probably looking like Moses, Black Moses, somewhere in the cave, <laughs> cooking up <laughs> the world's hottest album. She's going to burn the damn speakers. <laughs> I hope I don't want to be that hey, guy. Man. I ain't gonna be that guy. I but I, I, I know my man. I, he sticks how hurt, to his how number. Hurt you... And how high are your? You freeze though. You froze for a little bit. I froze. Damn. I'm, you froze I'm, for a little I'm, bit. What would, you, what would you say? How? 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 What? What was your question? Yeah. Why well, my connection unstable? Am you, I good now? Yeah, you're good. What was your question now? <laughs> this sign. Where would you be? How hurt would you be if you um if you if Kendrick drops an album and it's not like up to your expectations? Um, we talk about this all the time. I try not to go into. I try to go into albums without any expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I try to go into albums without. I, I try to go into albums being like, I don't know what this guy's gonna give me. He may give me twenty. Yeah. He may give me thirty. He may drop a fifty bomb, a fifty burger on me. I don't care. That's, that's the right way to go into it. It that's is. Right. Like, that's, that's it's very selfish, man. We talked about this last week with Martavius. 
right? We did. Like, it, it's we very did. selfish of us, the, us, we the did. consumer, we like, did. right? Like we're, we're already, you know, kind of in their personal space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they're, you know, they're, they're kind of, you know, opening up their art, their, you know, their private works to the world. Yeah. I, I mean, but in, in that same instance, all things can be critiqued. Um, but in that, I don't yeah. like to go into it with a bias. I agree. That's how I like to I agree. check it out. I don't stress out, nigga. Poke my chest out, nigga. Wait on my show to bring the best out, nigga. Get it right or you get left out, All right, man, let's, uh, let's wrap up with uh, what we've listened to and let's get out of here. Let's, let's give Mike his time back. <laughs> uh, um, I haven't been really running anything. I just been kind of keeping my music on shuffle. I actually went uh, record, like I said, I went record shopping. I guess I'd tell you what I what I mm-hmm. bought. Uh, the first time I bought an Isaac Hayes album, um, his greatest hits singles. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of covers. Uh, okay. from there, it's a really good album though. Um, not I wasn't really that big into Isaac Hayes. I'm gonna have to go back into some of his stuff. Um, I also it. found a Rick James album, Fired Up, when his okay, you know, Fired Up for like four bucks. It was speaking of speaking of that funky shit, um, Silk Sonic. Mm. Let me tell you something, brother. man. I wish you would stop <laughs> dropping them damn songs in the group, bro. That's another thing that kind of kicks me, bro. Like, I, I don't like, care. Go ahead. All right, I don't whatever. Care. I don't care. Whatever, man. I'm trying okay. to get like that. Get off my damn lawn. <laughs> Just don't. You know what you can don't do? Listen to it. I listen don't, to and it. I don't. I don't. Because okay. I like to. I like to run it as a whole. I wish they. Was, I wish that's very selfish as me of me. I but, know but you know what though? I I do appreciate him giving us the intro. So like, I always listen to the intro and leave. The, and I bet leave the door open. It probably isn't even the second track on the album. It probably, but it still flows so well. Yeah. Um. Nah, that that that's just fucking amazing. I um, cannot wait until that album comes out. And then I found uh Earth Wind and Fire album all in all, which mm. is amazing. That's probably a, a flawless album. The last like five tracks on that album are just like I'm talking like man. Yeah. Um like from I'll write a song from you track seven on down to Be Ever Wonderful closes out on Be Ever Wonderful. Especially on mm-hmm. vinyl, it just sounds so oh my god. Amazing. Yeah, like it's just like I I see why old folk just sat down and D- just drank. So last week or <laughs> maybe before it's funny. <laughs> they just <laughs> I see why. And I, I I had the game on, I had the yeah. sound down. And yeah. it was just me and Amber we was just chilling. And I just yeah. had my I had a glass of wine. I was just like this drinking. Is, this is nice. Um you dropped Betty Davis. Mm-hmm. Um soul funk singer from the seventies. Yeah. Um He a big old fright. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hot, bro. Her album's hot. Bro, I was that, at the beginning of the month, I kinda tailed off at the beginning say, of the um, month. Different is the name of the album dropped in nineteen seventy four. Mm. Um, I, if you're some of our older listeners may know, or somebody who y'all may even know who this is, I was not aware, and I am very much aware now. <laughs> Holy, yo, she's cold. Yeah, she's she, dope. She's she raunchy, bro. Like Have this is seventy four. I, I planned on going back and checking out some more of her albums and some more of her stuff. Um, bro, I kind of got yeah. I, I got introduced to her because you know it's it's kind of in that funk, you know, funkadella yeah. or whatever, a funkadella yeah. era or whatever. 
Uh, so at the beginning of the month, I was running all uh, albums from black women. I kind of tailed off because mm. I was just a lot trying to find an album that I never heard. It was kind of getting tiring. Um, <laughs> but actually, I picked up through Aretha Franklin albums that I never listened to today on vinyl. So I'm going to check those out yeah. to get back in my book. Um, bro, but yeah, like, she was dope, bro. She was like the 70s version of like Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, bro. Like, Man, was, I, wish, I wish maybe we should do this. Um, we would have to get like some type of, you know, some type of music historians on. Um, but I wish we could track, um, the, how do I want to say this? Without track, sounding track, track, um, how ignorant, um, just just track the raunchiness and, and the vulgarity of music in, in black culture and black music throughout the modern not even century. black with black women black and women how it's common yeah. not not in the negative way right like not mm-hmm. in no negative way but more so in like, like a, this is a, new a, a liberating way right like yeah like with 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 with, with betty davis um yeah. not betty davis that's not her name that's her name, Betty Davis. Yeah, Betty Davis. Yeah, With Betty Davis, right? Like he, she has a song called "He Was a Big Old Freak," right? And she's yeah. talking about like this, you know, this guy, what this guy's doing in the bed or whatever. Um, and she's screaming over the track, you know, playing the guitar, whatever, yeah. screaming over the track. He was a big old freak, you know, what I'm saying she, stuff she like got, that, right? In she the seventies, song called "Nasty Gal" too, and I'm looking at the lyrics. Yeah, she, right. So she, uh, if you go from that, <laughs> if you go from that, and then if you go to like, I'm not sure about what you know. In the 80s, I can't really, you know, talk about maybe, you know, Sheila E with, with, with Prince and all those. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not generally listen, but Sheila E's white, right? Um, uh, that's cool. I think Sheila E's white. Anyway, <laughs> but if you go, if you skip over the 80s and you go to the 90s and you go to Lil' Kim, right? And you go to Lil' mm-hmm. Kim and yeah. you talk about her music. Um, then you go over to Lil' Kim and then you can kind of go through, you know, Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah, and then you kind of go through Nicki Minaj, and now you go to Meg Stale, and you got the City Girls and all that stuff, or whatever. Like I, I would like this to white connect. Woman. This is a she's like Creole, and her father's Mexican American. So interesting. She's yeah, not white. Interesting. But yeah, I would like to kind of you know kind of see how that connection flowed over the years, and kind of who was the first woman to kick that off. Mm. Right, because I think I feel like it was it was a blues singer. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like I've heard that before. It was like a blues singer in the 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, but up. was it as raunchy as that though? Like I'm talking I mean, about like she, raunchy. There was I heard some. She mentioned she said um, the p but, word. I know her parents. They said, that, they said that they said that on the track. So I don't, <laughs> don't want to like upset my mama. Hey, mom, love you. I want to upset her. Oh man! But yeah, they, they, they were saying something. <laughs> I guess I would love to. I would love to kind of talk about that and kind of like the liberation of music um, for Black women. Um, that is a topic that we will dive into in the episode this. this you season. know, because a lot of times you hear men is just like, "I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that," and a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff is like, "Dude, yeah. really?" Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but with women, it's more so like, and I guess it's more so empowering because it's like. I, I think it's more so a true essence of sex. I don't know. It's not yeah. as over exaggerated, right? Yeah, but it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's how they're talking about whatever their encounters with sex, right? Like, yeah. especially like with Jasmine Southern, like hotels or whatever, right? Like their encounters yeah. with sex. I think it's more, it's more authentic. It's, I would say. I, I think it's, it's just like, just like men casually talk about, like men talk about 
sex in a way that but it's... men talk about it you know this man men talk about it in a way that's oh, why are we talk we went from porn to talking about this men talk about <laughs> men talk about it in a way that's like you know and at times you know at times especially in rap i just specifically mm-hmm. talking about rap music um it's over exaggerated and a lot of times it's like it's like void of any sort of of anything of, like any grounded in reality or anything yeah so yeah man and and to, to be so they speak about it with a certain level of hyperbole that um that women don't get the same amount of leash with when they do it yeah like wap is a, a entire song of sexual hyperbole and there's nothing wrong with that like it's amazing yeah but they're not giving the same amount of Oh my god! How like why would you do this? And like they're not like when David Banner and Twins did Whisper. Like no one was. <laughs> or even even this, but like a lot yeah. of a lot of like even that go to that point when it like to the window to the wall, right? Like people yeah, like, sing no, like, that like still singing that now, like the same like to the window. Like come on, like that's that's a disgusting song. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> It's foul. It's not even though you know ain't no art in it. <laughs> no, no, it is. It's foul. So anyway, before we get, out, I would love to talk about that, man. I would. I don't know what whoever wants to hop on and discuss that with us. I don't even know how we. Would, I don't even know how we would, you know, tackle that. Maybe this is just me rambling. And this is for we need to get out of here, dog. We do. He said to the, the club. Said, he said, <laughs> to the wall, bro. <laughs> bro, that was a bunk. And people, bro, we used to be bro, in school. The man talking us. about the, the club owner telling him he need to calm down because he's wild. <laughs> bro. Oh. He said, can I see your panty line? Like, man. what's wrong with it's time to go, man. It's time to go. Bro, that, a lot. Anyway, that's a People got the nerve discussion. to talk about WAP. They got the nerve to talk about these Bro, the music we grew up on was, man. Bro, disgusted. <laughs> I see disgusted. why my mom didn't want me listening to rap music. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that used to be terrible, man. About, all jokes aside, like, not just rap, like, music as is, is a whole, like, from rock and, and, and oh, R&B. Some, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we just talked about our, Betty Davis and he a big freak. Like that was dehumanizing that man. <laughs> hey, man. hey man. Hey <laughs> man. Thank y'all for listening to us. <laughs> it's been another episode of the Rap Nerds. Man, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Hold on, I gotta say this. She starts off the sound saying he was a big freak. I used to beat him with a turquoise chain. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I hope that's seventy four. Where's the turquoise chain? Hopefully that was consensual. <laughs> In seventy four, I'm pretty sure they were under the influence of all kinds of drugs. That's um, that PCP or something. Bro, I'm sure. It's pure. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Anyway, follow us on Instagram at rapnerds underscore msg at rapnerds underscore msg. Um. You can also. Try- you gotta get Arshon back on here someday, um, man. And then you already know we got Big Wap coming too. Big Wap, Dark Wap. Oh, in the meantime, though, y'all be sure to go check us out, man. Uh, the Rap Nerds on YouTube, uh, the Rap Nerds on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Hit us up. You want a link? Hit us up. Be sure to hit us yes. up, man. Let us know. Um, also do. follow follow me on Instagram Leroy Green the Third. Hit me up. 
Go ahead, uh, Putting us guru um, on all uh, Twitter and IG. I say all social media. There's only two I'm on. So yeah, hit us up. Uh, but definitely hit up the our rap nerds page. Yep. Um, and yeah, see you next month. Yeah, appreciate you guys checking us out. Peace. Peace.